Welcome to the Randup Podcast, where we delight in exploring what brains do with words and how creating a unique brand voice will make your business the one to remember and buy from. I've lost count of the founders I've spoken to who are awesome at what they do, but struggle to communicate about it. Once you harness your amazing brain and turn its genius to your brand voice, magic will happen. I'm your host, Andy Ferguson. Today, as ever, I invite you to listen in and try something new because who knows what might be possible if you really couldn't get it wrong. Have you ever thought about the difference between grasping a concept and really, really knowing it? On today's podcast episode, I'll be talking you through how that applies to building your brand strategy and crafting your brand voice. I'll also share some of the surprising things that I've seen happen with businesses along the way. We'll cover lots of ground from a tiny home journey to facial oils, and I'll be sharing an uncomfortable and fairly big personal confession along the way. Let's dig in. There's a weird thing that happens with us humans. Over and over, we forget and keep having to learn the difference between knowing something and really really knowing it through our lived experience. Moving to a new country, you can understand the idea, do the research, grasp what the challenges might be, and even get a sense of what it'll feel like. But you only know really deep in your cells when it happens to you. That thrill in the first month or six weeks or so, the crash when the loneliness hits once the thrill's worn off, and the solitude when you need help, but you don't know who to ask. There's literally no way you can ever feel what it's like to be around the world or even even across the country from your home until you get there and you've been there for a while. That's certainly what happened to me when I moved from Toronto to London in the UK, and then again to Barcelona, and then again here in Geneva. Every single time, even though I'd done it before, it was a little bit different. It's the same thing with your business and developing your brand strategy, your brand's voice, and the messaging that you create around it. You never know how it's going to go, what'll come of it. No one does. I work with clients in wildly varying businesses. It's fascinating to me that they can't possibly imagine what their newfound brand voice will do for them or their business. And the reality is I can't either. I can promise them that the process will leave them and their brand changed forever. I can promise that if they implement the work we do, their connections and their community will grow. I can promise that if they stay consistent and smart about the running of their business, profits will grow. I can't promise anything else. I literally have no idea what's about to happen. That thrills my ADHD brain so much because My brain gets dopamine all over the shop when we go on the wild ride together. It's a real honor to witness clients as they go on this journey. A couple weeks ago, I watched a video that was a really great physical metaphor for what happens to you when you discover and develop your brand's voice and your messaging. Have you ever heard of tiny homes? A few weeks ago, when I was massively distracted, instead of doing my work, I was watching a Facebook video about a couple building a tiny home on a plot of land in Colorado. First, thanks brain. 
Thanks. I was not going into Facebook to look half an hour at a tiny home building video, except I really love all things real estate, construction, and renovation. So of course I was hooked. Apparently, I must have watched it as a prelude for talking to you about this today. So hey, thanks brain. So when this couple was building their tiny home, they assembled all the bits that they needed. They bought a used shipping container because it was a little cheaper. They got all the building materials, their tools, their hardware, all the cables, the implements. He was an electrician. She was really tenacious and they had a lot of courage together. They got help from friends when they needed it and they had a vision. So far, so great, right? They had a plan. They had all the things and a slightly dented shipping container. They got going. They never could have anticipated the specific challenges that they'd face on that build. The weather delays, the felled trees, the impact that infrequent garbage collection would have on them because they kept having to pack it up and take it into the dump. All the things they could have done differently. The space that they decided in the end to use differently than what they had planned. All the places this tiny project of this tiny home would take them. Because what started out as a tiny home, single container project morphed into a plan to create a whole collection of tiny homes on their property, and they're going to rent those out on Airbnb. What? Wild, right? But they never could have anticipated where that first build would take them. They just knew they needed a place to live. They had a small budget, and so they started. It's the same thing with your brand voice. Your brand needs a verbal and a written home, a place to hang its hat and where people can find it. You need, in the immortal words of the cheer song, a place where everybody knows your brand's name and where your clients feel at home. And just like with that tiny home build, you really never have a clue where creating your brand voice will take you. You might decide you want to work on your brand voice because you feel like something's off. Maybe writing is really freaking hard. Maybe creating content saps the joy out of you and your business. Maybe you want to get back to what you do best, and that's probably not being a copywriter or a scriptwriter. So you decide to dig in and do some deep brand strategy work. Hooray! Obviously, I fully support that. But then what? When I started this work, I knew my clients would be able to create content more easily. I knew that taking mindful and conscious decisions about their brand would help head off the feeling of that daily content creation grind. I was confident that they'd see more opportunities, increase in profits, and deeper, more satisfying connection. I even suspected there'd be an uptick in enjoyment in their business, in joy and relief overall, really. What I wasn't anticipating was seeing their confidence evolve so much. And I didn't expect the major in real life actual challenges that would occur. And it wasn't only in their businesses. It was in their families and their relationships. Communication is so powerful. After doing brand strategy, brand voice, and messaging work with me, my clients knew what they wanted to say and why. They went from looking overwhelmed and occasionally defeated on our calls to having 
a beautiful gleam in their eyes. Often they realized how small they'd been playing, how complicated they'd made communicating about their work, how difficult they were making it for people to buy from them. And so many of us do that, right? Myself included in the past. And most importantly, they were able to sort all of that shit out. Take Sarah, for example. She's a former BBC reporter. And so she was steeped in decades of training from the firm. It completely shaped how she wrote, what she said, even the colors she used in her brand initially. She'd left the Beeb, but it really hadn't left her. When she realized that she was still towing a no longer relevant line, because she didn't work for the BBC anymore, those shackles started to melt away. Sarah's a feminist. She's a campaigner at heart. She's not a bland, muted person. Neither's the brand that she created for the product she makes. She's an artist. She's a rebel, a thinker, an activist. The Beeb didn't allow any space for that. But her new brand voice and the strategy that she created with me, they do. Today, I love watching how Sarah uses her platform not only to promote her gorgeous, organic, homemade facial oil, but also to take a stand. Her brand is getting known for what it stands for, for being anti-anti-aging bullshit. It's a feminist brand. It's unapologetic. Thank God. Sarah's work on her brand voice led her to change her brand colors. She got bolder with her brand's words and its looks. It wasn't the other way around. She didn't change her brand from the outside in. She changed it from the inside out. Now she says what she actually thinks. More importantly, when we were working together, she uncovered everything she'd been holding back. That is the magic of mindfully creating your brand voice from the inside out. It really changes everything about how you talk about your business, how you interact with the world and what your community and clients receive from you. It's rarely what you'd expect. Here's what I've noticed. The clients who hold back the most are the ones who struggle the most to communicate. Somehow, on some level, they're still adhering to some bullshit rules they were taught in school or at a former job. From nitty gritty details about whether they say I or we when they talk about themselves and their business to what they're actually allowing themselves to own and say. You can't run a business if you're hobbled by all the shoulds. It stifles your business. It limits your growth. And worst of all, it takes a massive emotional toll, even when you don't know you're holding back. Maybe especially when you don't know you're doing it. If you feel like something's a little bit off when you communicate on behalf of your brand, maybe give this some thought. Yes, it takes skill and practice to get your communication right, but it's even harder when you're shaving your brand's core here and nipping and tucking it over there. What if you let your brand fully hang out? What would happen then? Really, unapologetically, out, out. Maybe you'd let it shine in its full glorious softness. Maybe you'd let your neurodivergence shine through so you wouldn't feel the need to always mask so damn much. Maybe you'd swear. Maybe you'd advocate or campaign. Maybe you'd challenge a leader in your field. That could be scary, right? But so good. What would happen if you let your brand hang out? You have no idea. But that is what I call branding up. 
Serious props if you already do it. But if you're like most founders and you don't, where could you let your brand hang out? When brand strategy and messaging and voice development are done really well, they're a process of discovery. The best thing is when you embark on it with somebody who really honors your values and goals. Better still, someone who can adapt to your working style or the way your brain works, your thinking processes. Brand strategy and brand voice work can take you places you'd never expect. And I don't just know that because I teach about it. I've been called a fairy brand mother by the award-winning producer of this very podcast, the wondrous Annabelle Buckland. I've been called a word wizard, a brand voice midwife. But you know what I couldn't birth alone? My own brand voice and strategy. Because this shit is hard. Because I was too close. I still am. Too emotionally involved. I challenge you to find a business founder who isn't too close. Most of us have our businesses wrapped around our guts. That's where they come from, right? So this shit is hard. There, I said it twice. So after bashing my head against the, I should be able to do this wall this time last year, I hired an amazing brand strategist to help me find the voice for this brand. Her name is Rebecca Mackay Miller, and she is phenomenal. If you're a branding person or a copywriter or some other form of wordsmith, you are her type of woman. She specializes in supporting people like me who really feel like we should be able to do it ourselves. It's so uncomfortable to say that I can guide other entrepreneurs to discover their brand voice. I can help anybody with their word conundrums. I can message up a storm. Give me your copy, I'll zhuzh it up with my eyes closed. It flows through me for other people. I should be able to sort it out myself, right? Except that when I tried it for myself, Alone, I ran face first into a wall. It sucked. And it really did a number on my ego. Enter Rebecca. Thank goodness. Once I shoved past my ego and I asked for help, I learned a whole heap about myself, this work, and my brand. What I want the brand to stand for. Who my people are. How I want to talk to you. And what you might actually be able to hear. Plus, I now know in my bones on a whole other level what I've been telling my clients all along. It is a work in progress. Forever and ever. Amen. In last year's phase of this process for my brand, I got so clear on my brand's values. Now they're a rock solid foundation for this brand. Every single thing I do, I check against those values. Is what I'm choosing for the brand kind? Will it create stress or give my people space? Are these call times I've chosen kind and honoring to me and my schedule and my pace of life? And do I need to think about it again? Do I need to reschedule? My brand's values are the guardrails for my every move with this brand. In fact, that's why I've told you about Rebecca. And if you're her kind of person, I urge you to seek her out. In fact, I'll put a link to her site in the show notes. Because one of my brand's values is uplifting. I really, really care about uplifting other women. Uplifting instead of competing. So much actually that I'm cooking up a series of chats with a few phenomenal women, all of us in basically the same field. We're competitors really, I suppose, but more importantly, we all serve different people and we're all amazing at what we do. And together, 
I'm really curious to see what wisdom and energy we can create. That feels brave, kind, and uplifting. Three of my brand's values, which I came to during my brand strategy process and have been refining ever since. I'm also really clear about what still needs work because as I said, brand voice development, messaging, strategy, it's just that. It's always a little bit under development, just like us humans. You'd never expect to learn a language in a few months and then have it stay exactly the same, right? You never expect the way that you spoke as a five-year-old to still be the way you communicate now. Thank God. So if you've already done some branding work or you have some messaging, that's awesome. Look at it again. Some signs that it might be a good idea to give your brand strategy a little bit of love is if you're inconsistent or maybe you're rambly or stressed by creating content. Maybe you feel like something's off, but you just can't quite put your finger on it. Maybe your business is at a plateau and you just can't move beyond it. Maybe different people on your team communicate in ways that aren't the same as the other about and on behalf of your brand. Those are all good indicators that maybe it's time to step back and really have a loving look at your brand strategy and your messaging. Because when your brand's voice is clear, it changes everything. It takes away dozens of micro decisions every day. And let's face it, you have other things to do than birth copy or create ads on the daily. That isn't why you started your business. If you're up for discovering what might happen if you really let your brand hang out, then have a look around. Ask people you trust if they know of a good brand strategist. There's so much to gain from being clear. When you know what your brand stands for and how it shows up in the world, your brand stands up straighter, paths open that you'd never expect. Your sales conversion rates increase. Visibility skyrockets. You might start setting boundaries in your life. Maybe you'll speak differently to your family. You might honor your clients in new ways. The sky is the limit. All you have to do is start. And trust that magic will unfold when you love on your brand and carefully, mindfully craft its voice. Do that and it will be so much easier to communicate with your people and so much easier for them to know that when they come to you, they're in a place where everybody knows their name, their home. And that is one of the greatest magical things about developing and using your brand voice on the daily. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Brand Up Podcast, your hub for all things brain, voice, and brand. Want to dive deeper into the fascinating world of brand voice? Let's connect on socials at I am Andy Ferguson. You can also visit me on my website. The link to that is in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave me a review so this podcast can reach more bright business founders just like you and share it with other wonderful minds, neurodiverse or otherwise. Remember, this is your chance to brand up because it's your brain, your voice, and your brand after all. I'm Andy Ferguson saying speak soon and bye for now.